Greetings, friends. Good morning, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, today we are looking at the final chapter here in 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Now, normally, this closing chapter, I would just read with the previous chapter and finish the book, but for whatever reason, I didn't do that last week. So we have just the closing of Paul's letter, 23 verses this morning, uh, so probably won't be a long podcast. Now, even though this is just Paul's closing thoughts and just his, you know, uh, plan, uh, final instructions to the church, there's still stuff here for us. There's still things in these closing words in which the Word of God is speaking to us today. And so I would just ask you to open up your hearts, and we're going to dig in. Uh, There's basically four little sections here in these 23 verses. Paul addresses the collections for the saints, like taking up alms for the saints, his plans for travel, and then his final instructions. And uh, we're going to be looking at verse 13, where he says, Watch, stand fast in the faith, Act like men and be strong. So we'll be digging into that here in just a few minutes. Let's go ahead and get started. And uh, we'll begin by talking about the collections for the saints. We'll read a little bit of commentary here from John Wesley. Here's the first four verses. Now concerning the collection for the saints... As I directed the churches of Galatia, so do you also. On the first day of every week, each one of you is to put aside and save, as he may prosper, so that no collections were made when I come. When I arrive, whomever you may approve, I will send them with letters to carry your gift to Jerusalem. And if it is fitting for me to go also, they will go with me. So Paul, you know, his teaching to the early churches was that you were to take up donations, take up collections to support the ministry. Now, we may all have different ideas of what supporting ministry looks like, right? Um, But uh, this was something that was done when they gathered together on the first day of the week. Here's what John Wesley uh, says about it. He says, let everyone... Not the rich only. Let him also that hath a little gladly give of that little, according to according as he has been prospered, increasing his alms as God increases his substance. According to this lowest rule of Christian prudence, if a man, when he has or gains one pound, give a tenth to God, when he has or gains a hundred, he will give a tenth of this also, And yet I show you a more excellent way. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Stint yourself to no proportion at all, but lend to God all you can. So John Wesley's like, you know, we you could go off of you're just gonna give a tenth of your income, or there's a more excellent way, which is to give from the heart, right? To give all that you can to the kingdom of God. Continuing on here, verses 5 through 11, and then we'll get to Paul's final instructions. 
Verse 5. But I will come to you after I go through Macedonia. For I am going through Macedonia. And perhaps I will stay with you, or even spend the winter, so that you may send me on my way wherever I may go. For I do not wish to see you now just in passing. For I hope to remain with you for some time, if the Lord permits. But I will remain in Ephesus until Pentecost. For a wide door for effective service has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Now, if Timothy comes, see that he is with you without cause to be afraid, for he is doing the Lord's work, as I also am. So let no one despise him, but send him on his way in peace, so that he may come to me, for I expect him with the brethren. But concerning Apollos, our brother, I encouraged him greatly to come to you with the brethren. And it was not all his desire to come now, but he will come when he has opportunity. Verse 13. Be on alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. And that all that you do be done in love. So we're going to dig into this just a little bit. You know, Paul mentions hey, that he's dealing with a lot of adversity. And anyone who works in ministry in any way, shape, or form uh, knows that feeling. Um, and maybe it was a feeling that wasn't... Uh, very common in the last few years and here in the Western world, but it certainly is now. Uh, there's definitely adversity for the church again. There's definitely hostility towards God's people again. And so there's a great cost to oneself to be a warrior for the gospel, to be a warrior for the kingdom of God. Paul says, three things here, or four things actually. It says, be on alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong. I'm going to deal with the act like men thing here in a second. Let me read you just a little bit of commentary from, the, from these phrases here from Matthew Henry. He says, a Christian is always in danger. Therefore, should ever be on the watch. He should be fixed in the faith of the gospel and never desert or give up. By this faith alone, he will be able to keep his ground in the hour of temptation. So Paul says, be alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men. Now, a few weeks ago, I did a, one of the faith talk videos, I believe. Uh, and the topic was, what does the Bible mean? When it says repeatedly, act like men. And my favorite example of this that clearly spells it out, what it means according to the Bible to act like a man, is actually found uh, in First Kings. David giving, you know, David's passing away and he's giving his final commands to Solomon. Let's just read that real quick. As David's time, this is 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 1-4. through 4. 
It's David's time to die drew near. He commanded his son Solomon, saying, I am going the way of all the earth. So be strong and prove yourself a man. So David says, I'm, I'm getting ready to pass away. I want you to be strong and I want, to, want you to prove yourself to be a man. And here's how you be a man. Be strong and prove yourself to be a man. Verse 3. Do your duty to the Lord your God. To walk in his ways. To keep his statutes. His commandments. His ordinances. His testimonies. According to what is written in the law of Moses. So that you may succeed in all that you do. And wherever you turn. So that the Lord may fulfill his promise which he spoke regarding me saying, If your sons are careful about their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not be deprived of man to occupy the throne of Israel. And of course in, this, in the study we, we ex- that I did a few weeks ago, you can go find it in the archives, we examined a few other ways in which the Bible describes what it means to act like a man. But the main duty, and this is the duty of all mankind, is to walk in God's ways, to keep his word. Wherever you turn, whatever you do, be careful about your way and how you walk. Walk before God in his ways and in truth with all your heart and all your soul. This is the whole duty of man. This is what it means to act like a man. So Paul's final instructions to the church of Corinthians in his first letter is be on alert because there's trouble. There's adversaries all around. As a result of that, you're going to have to stand firm in your faith Do not waver in your faith. Stand firm so that you don't lose ground in the hour of temptation. We're in a period like this right now where we have to be on alert, where we have to stand firm in the faith because there's a lot of storm and wind blowing up against it right now. Act like men. That means walk in God's ways, obey his commandments. Do that with all your heart and all your soul and be strong. Let's finish up here these last few closing words from Paul. Let all that you do be done in love. Now I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanus and that they were the first fruits of Achaia and that they have devoted themselves for ministry to the saints, that you also may be in subjection to such men and to everyone who helps in the work and labors. I rejoice over the coming of Stephanus and Fortinus and Achaeus, because they have supplied what was lacking on your part, for they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, acknowledge such men. The churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. 
The greeting is in my own hand, Paul. If anyone does not love the Lord, he is to be accursed. Maranatha, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. And that wraps up our study in 1 Corinthians. And Lord willing, next week we'll start 2 Corinthians. I, you know, when I read these letters, I wonder if uh, I wonder if, if Paul had any idea that the labor that he was doing would be in the letters he was in the letters of encouragement, instructions that he was writing to these churches would become some of the most read, well, not some of the most, the most read, the most famous letters in all the history of the world. Be encouraged about the things that you do for the kingdom of God, whether that be praying, whether that be support, whether that be teaching, you know, maybe maybe you just are showing love to people who need it at work. Maybe you're working in a soup kitchen. Whatever it is that you're doing, it matters. And it's going to have impacts an impact on this world for generations to come and my greatest desire and i'm sure it's the same with many of you is to be able to stand before god stand before his son and hear the words well done good and faithful servant Thanks for listening. Thank you for your support and your prayers. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with you all. And until next time, God bless.